This week on The Swear Wolves, we discuss 1990s Leatherface, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Welcome back to the Swear Wolves. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Hey, Brett. How's it going, man? Uh, this is usually the spot where I ask you how you're doing, but um, I don't care right now because I'm very pissed off <laughs> because my internet connection sucks and I can't. I can see you. You can't see me. Uh, there's some kind of delay. We keep fading in and out, and we just decided to plow through with recording this episode right now. So if this episode comes out. If it doesn't come out, then no one's going to hear this, and that means that we started over again. But if it does come out, just know, fuckers, that we went through great lengths to record this episode, and I'm sure David went through great lengths to edit this episode because it's probably choppy as fuck. Yeah. So if you hear lots of us talking over each other, uh, that's probably why. A lot of delay and glitching. Yeah. Well, it is raining where I'm at, so maybe that has something to do with it. I also have two kids that just got home from school, and they probably immediately went to their computers, and so they're bogging down my internet. Those fuckers. My wife is probably on her computer doing work. Family's the worst, man. They ruin everything. No, family's the greatest. You want to know something, David? I have a trivia question for you, and you're going to get this answer wrong. Okay. Okay? Yep. Um, And it's not that you're entirely wrong, but you'll understand why you're wrong. Who has the best wife in the world? <laughs> Me, right, honey? Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. You're wrong, but you're not entirely wrong because I'm sure your wife is great. But yeah, my wife right. is great because all of a sudden I go downstairs and uh, my laundry has been folded. And I don't know about you. I do my own laundry. My wife does her own laundry. Same. Kids do their own laundry. Well, maybe my daughter needs a little bit of help because she's younger, but... Um, but I was did my laundry, and I said to her in passing today, I said, oh, shit. And I didn't say it with any ulterior motive. I said, oh, shit, my stuff got done in the dryer. I need to fold that. Uh, I'll fold it later. And then I went downstairs to get something to drink before we started recording, and I looked on the bed, and all my clothes had been folded. No. So I have the greatest wife ever in the history of wives. Kudos. Plus, she listens to this podcast, so that's going to give me extra <laughs> Mine doesn't, but points. just in case. Brett's wrong. You're the best. <laughs> David, uh, let's just get to this. Uh, it could be a short episode. We could go long. Who knows? Um, but uh, you uh, picked this movie this week. Uh, why don't you tell everybody why you picked the movie that we're going to read? Yeah, um, I've got a big mesquite tree in my front yard, and it just gets unruly. And uh, I hey, Mesquite trees are the worst. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're like weeds, basically. Like They grow quickly and everywhere. Um, but I've got a big one in my front yard, and... Um, it's just been getting really wild and uh, out of control and like growing onto like the roof of my house and getting close to my neighbor's house. So finally this past weekend, I just had enough 
So I went to the store, I bought a chainsaw, and I went out in my front yard and spent like all day just hacking away at this thing. Um, I think I filled like, in addition to like branches and like big, like almost like logs, I think I had like 17 50 gallon heavy duty trash bags full of debris. Look at you. Did you feel like a man? I felt like such a man. Yeah. Like halfway through, I ripped my shirt off. I put a wig on and stood in front of a fan, poured a <laughs> bottle of water down my chest. The neighbors, neighbors called the police. The neighbors called yeah. the cops. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. But that got me thinking. I was like, you know what? We haven't done a Texas Chainsaw movie in a while. Let's do part three. And actually, we have done them in order so far up to this point like of, of release we did texas chainsaw massacre one uh, a long time ago and uh we did texas chainsaw massacre two after that and now we're on to three right so maybe maybe this will be the one that we do in the exact order that they came out wouldn't that know. be something the real title of the movie though david is leatherface the texas chainsaw massacre three now this movie came out in 1990 we'll get to the stats and stuff on this in a second but i wanted to pick your brain a little bit were you cognizant of this movie when it came out when it came out no okay so when this movie came out i knew about it because i'm sure like i had rented probably uh nightmare on elm street for nightmare on elm street 5 on on vhs and upon renting it i probably saw the preview the trailer ah okay and had had you already seen part two yes i saw part two Pretty early on in my life, I want to say I was probably, let's see, that came out in 86, right? I, I think probably so. saw it in like 87 or 88. Okay. And I remember being very disappointed. Mm, at the time? In part two. Yeah, because I Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, as you know, is uh, the, one, the one from 1973. Uh, it's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Right. Like, I, I, I think it's, maybe it's not my favorite movie, but I definitely think it, encompasses all that i like about uh horror movies right yeah it's a classic for a reason it's a classic it's grungy it's raw it almost feels like you're watching a documentary right and i'll get to that because it kind of plays into my my review of this movie later on Uh, but uh anyway so i had loved that movie and i saw texas chainsaw massacre 2 and i was too young i didn't get it right i think I think you have to be older to get Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. And now Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is probably, like, if I'm going to watch a Texas Chainsaw movie, that's probably the one I'm going to put in. Because that one I have a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah. Part 2 is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, And I think for a long time it was the redheaded stepchild. I think people are starting to realize, like, movies that maybe we didn't like 30 years ago, 40 years ago, because we were like, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like Halloween 3, finally getting their due respect. That's gotten its comeuppance over the past 15, 20 years. And I think uh, Friday 13th Part 5, I think a lot of people, when they really examine it, they're like, you know what? That's not a bad movie. Maybe it's not a good Jason movie because Jason's not in it. Yeah, but it's not bad. It's not a bad movie. And it's kind of like the precursor to like Scream. If you really think about it, it's somebody being a copycat killer, which every Scream movie has been <laughs> since the first one, right? right. <laughs> I mean, it's that's all it is, is a bunch of fucking copycat killers. Anyway, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 preview. That's what I was talking about. So I remember seeing this and being like, holy fucking shit. Leatherface is back, bitches! <laughs> and being fucking excited. And you can't see the look on my face right now because my camera's off, but I was fucking excited just now, even thinking about it. <laughs> Did and, you get a boner? Uh, 
yeah, I did get a boner. Uh, actually, uh, funny, because we were talking about this right before we started recording, but the issue, uh, volume two, issue number 18 of Fangoria, uh, which came out in January of 2023, has a cover story. If you're a subscriber, at least this is the cover. Uh, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, the untold story of horror's greatest trailer. So they have a whole article. Uh, it's on page 44, uh, written by Amanda Reyes, uh, that talks about the trailer for Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. If you've never seen it, it's quite the interesting trailer. It's more of a, what'd you call it? It's more uh, of a teaser, really, because it doesn't show anything from the movie. No, it doesn't. It just has uh, an image of a lake and this, uh, uh, it's like Excalibur but it's a saw and it's coming out like the lady of the lake giving Excalibur right. to King Arthur and uh, it's a saw and it goes into Leatherface's hands. Then you see Leatherface and it's like lightning hits it and you're like, motherfuck! <laughs> Leatherface! <laughs> but anyway, so that that got me going. So I was not quite 13 when this movie came out. Yeah. Uh, so I was 12 and a half, still relatively young in the world but i was well versed in all things texas chainsaw massacre at least i thought i was yeah when this movie came out i don't think i had seen any of them yet like maybe the first one but i do remember seeing the box uh for this one at the video store and that's how i became aware of it actually there's not much to the cover art of this it's just the chainsaw kind of like reddish isn't it yeah and it's got leatherface's face right and it has the saw and it says like yeah yeah the saw's family or whatever yeah i was just looking at the um one sheet that I have of it. Oh yeah, yeah. That you actually got Kate Hodge to sign for me. That's right. Um, but anyway, so release date was January twelfth, nineteen ninety. Now, uh, they originally wanted to release this movie November third, nineteen eighty nine, but they bumped it back probably because they wanted to re-edit some stuff. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, this movie had issues with the MPAA, like they were going to give it an X rating or something, so they had to make a bunch of changes. Yeah, we're going to we'll get to some of that in yeah. my uh, just the facts segment, David. Um but yes, you are correct. So what I I looked at both of these dates because uh the first date January 12th, 1990 was actually something we've just covered. I thought so, and I tried to pick movies that were uh, I, I tried to remember. Um but did you go with a different date? Fuck up my plans. I was going to go with November 3rd, 1989, and then I realized uh that we had already discussed those recently <laughs> too. So I just went back to January 12th. So January 12th, 1990, what do you think the number one movie in the theater was? All right, early January. So it's a, probably a late December movie that was a hit or like an early January. So I, I, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I picked Born on the 4th of July. I feel like that came up recently. You are correct. Born nice. on the 4th of July, the Oliver Stone, Tom Cruise classic film uh, that I've never seen. So... Oh, yeah, it's good. There you go. <laughs> uh, what was the number one song? This I had a harder time with, but... I, I'm going to give you a hint. It gives you a boner. <laughs> Not me. Okay, then I got it right. Um, it wasn't me, right? Was it my mom? It's like a lady boner? <laughs> no. well, was it Another Day in Paradise it, by Phil Collins? It is, but there was some, <laughs> somehow we got to through conversation the fact that it gives you a boner now in your adult life oh does it remember the exact conversation i don't know you have to play it uh, test that theory (laughs) or sing me a few bars next time i'm around you see what happens (laughs) i'll be like hey david yes uh what do you need he calls out to the man on. i'm like oh 
<laughs> I gotta get my cover my my groin with my notebook. <laughs> uh, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three was written by David Shaw, directed by Jeff Burr, with music by Jim Manzi and Pat Reagan, produced by Robert Engelman. This movie stars Kate Hodge. Uh, that I brought up uh, recently. She was at a show. Which show was she at? CreepyCon or some shit like I that? I saw her at, I think it was Son of Monsterpalooza. Or maybe yeah, it was just Monsterpalooza. Yeah. I don't know. It was one of those Pasadena shows. Okay. She was very nice, uh, by the way. She plays Michelle. William Butler plays Ryan. Ken Foray as Benny. I don't know why I didn't ask Ken for why I didn't bring my Leatherface uh, poster to have Ken Foray. Oh, you don't him. have him on it? Oh, Okay. You have to rectify Tony that. Hudson as Sarah Vigo Mortensen. Look at this guy. Fucking Aragorn himself. Yeah, he plays Tex. Joe Unger is Tink. R.A. Mahaloff? Mahaloff? <laughs> I, I never know how to pronounce that. I don't either. Mahaloff? He plays Mahaloff. He plays Leatherface. Tom Everett as Alfredo. And Jennifer Banco as the little girl. Now, Jennifer Banco, uh, you might know from Friday the 13th, Part 7. She was the young version of Tina. Tina. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tina. Yeah, she did look kind of familiar. Yep. And Dwayne Whitaker, he plays a character named Kim. Dwayne Whitaker, uh, you would know him best as uh, being Maynard from Pulp Fiction. Who was he in this movie? Plays a character named Kim. Small role. I don't know. He was in the cast. And then I was like, he was in this? And I didn't rewind it to okay. see, but... Yeah, I don't recall seeing him, but I believe you. <laughs> He's in it. <laughs> and as an uncredited role, we got a little uh, Caroline Williams playing. Yeah, who uh, I also missed. <laughs> it's She's quick. You blink, you're, you miss her. Is she on screen or off screen? She's on screen. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see her. She's on screen. It's um. It's is, well, uh, well, is it the crime scene part? It's the crime scene. Okay, she's yeah, a I didn't catch her. Yeah. So Caroline Williams, as we all know, was Stretch, uh, the DJ in part two and she's reprising her role i guess it doesn't make any sense but little does in the texas chainsaw massacre universe she moved from radio to television yeah but it doesn't make any sense it doesn't it doesn't make any sense but <laughs> they don't recognize part two in this movie yeah like the the canon is off so i i don't know oh it's funny you say that like is that not to get ahead of myself but maybe factored into my thoughts a little bit because i was like there's a lot of things about this movie that really don't make any sense if you think about it yeah yeah definitely uh the runtime of this movie is 85 minutes i don't know what the budget was but the box office do you have any guess of what you think the box office would be next to nothing um like five million yeah six million five point eight million just facts. Just facts. Just facts. Just facts, man. Got some facts here on this. Uh, yes, David, you brought up the being submitted to the MPAA, having some problems with that. This movie was actually the last movie to be giving uh, given an X certificate. Oh, before the they moved to NC-17? Before they moved to NC-17. This was submitted to the MPAA 11 times. Jesus. And on each submit, I don't even know. That seems like a lot. That could be normal. But on each submission, more and more footage was cut out. And some of that footage was actually cut from the negative uh, specifically oh, and lost, lost forever. That's a bummer. So Kane Hodder, he was the stunt coordinator for this movie. Kane Hodder, best known uh, as playing uh, Jason Voorhees or uh, as uh, Victor Crowley for 
some people in the hatchet movies or the alligator in alligator (laughs) the alligator in alligator some people also think now if you read this article in fangoria you'll know about it but some people also think that he was the actor who played leatherface in the teaser trailer because that was not ra okay uh but he was not i say it didn't look like him to me that guy looked bigger. No, that guy was chubbier. Right. Um, some people also claim that he was a stunt double uh, in the movie for R.A. Mihailov, which could be true. I don't know. I haven't asked. Yeah, I thought he was. Kane Hodder, this question. But if I recall correctly, Kane Hodder was very excited to play Leatherface in the video game. Texas Chainsaw Massacre that's going to be coming out because he was going to be able to play Leatherface for the first time. Uh, okay. Or maybe like officially. Yeah. Pretty cool though. So, he's he's had a chance to be Jason Leatherface and wear the Freddy glove. Yeah. <laughs> and Jason so goes to hell. Michael Myers. We just need to do, we need a Michael Myers. Uh, get Danny McBride on the, on the horn. <laughs> well, actually we need to get him in the Chucky series. <laughs> we need him to play Chucky. <laughs> there you go. New line. Picked up the rights for this movie and the, the 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 series, I guess, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, because uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was ending. They were going to end it with part five. That's right. Uh, and uh, they figured Leatherface would be their new Freddy Krueger. Oh, that's right, because this is before the- Freddy's dead. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, but box office disappointment caused new line to say fuck this and they gave up their rights <laughs> they let the option expire <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, and they never renewed the option and they kept going with the nightmare on elm street series i Dang. guess they filmed this movie not in texas they filmed it which i think it yeah it was the first one not to be filmed in texas but uh they filmed it near six flags magic mountain okay that makes sense because as i was watching it was like this looks more like california to me like california desert the director says that in some of the takes, you can hear screams from the roller coaster. That's how close <laughs> they were. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, Where is that? Like Valencia? Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. I've never been. I never I never went to Six Flags. Oh, it's cool. Uh, it's been a long time for me, but yeah, Six Flags is awesome. I mean, I went to Six Flags Great America in near Chicago when I was a kid, so I assume it's pretty similar to that. I don't know if it's changed since the last time I was at Six Flags, but I remember it's very uh, teenager-heavy, like a date spot. Like a lot of younger yeah, couples, probably. not a whole lot of like little kids and families. A lot of people there yeah, on dates. There's a lot of th- and a lot of thrill rides, right? A yeah, yeah. So you see like a lot of couples like where the guy is like walking behind the girl and he's got his arms around her her waist. Kind of waddle walking. Yeah. A lot of that going on yeah. there. Bunch of douchebags. <laughs> Dude, they got that ride, the Goliath, like, which the last time I was there, that was like the new ride. So that tells you how long it's been since I've been there. But I remember there's a bank turn on that ride that you basically just black out. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're, probably, <laughs> you're pulling a few Gs, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, the last fact that I wanted to mention here was that Jeff Burr, the guy who directed this movie, by the way, he was fired one week into directing this and then <laughs> nobody else took the job. So they hired him <laughs> they back. to bring him back. That's hilarious. Uh, he wanted Gunnar Hansen to play the role of Leatherface, which I think Gunnar Hansen wanted to do. But oh, they that would have been nice. To, they couldn't come to an agreement on salary, which if I recall correctly, is the reason why Gunnar Hansen wasn't in part two as well right so he must have wanted more money his guns his gunners oh i see what Um, you did there 
So they they cast Ari Mahailoff, which he did he did a fine job. Listen, it, it's one of those things. They're in a mask. Anybody can play uh, the mask characters, but like not anybody can play Freddy Krueger, right? So right. That's yeah. Why it's I think people talky. Yeah, and people were disappointed in the remake because, well, you know, you didn't. It wasn't uh, Robert England, but people weren't necessarily disappointed in the remake of Friday the Thirteenth because who cares who's under the mask? Yeah, but to be fair, like I thought Jackie Earl Haley was fine in the remake. It's just that movie sucked. Yeah, the least problem I had with the movie was not having Robert England in it. Yeah, yeah, that didn't really bother you know, me. Everybody's like, you gotta have Robert England in it. No, you gotta have a good fucking script. Exactly. Like, like would I have preferred <laughs> Robert England? Of course. But yeah, if had it been a good story, it wouldn't have mattered as much. Yeah. All right, so let's get to the plot of this movie. So the movie opens up and there's like a, a scroll of, uh, kind of like in the first movie, right? Very similar to the first movie. Yeah, just no no Larroquette. Yeah, it's not Larroquette. And he tells us, the voice tells us that Sally Hardesty, who is uh, Sally from the first movie, she's dead. Yeah, and, that and I like only... that he mentions uh, the invalid brother again, just like the first one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a fun gotta, word. We gotta point out. We gotta point out to everybody that this guy was an invalid. Uh, <laughs> his legs didn't fucking work. Franklin. We yeah. don't know about his dick, but yeah, he couldn't walk. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, Franklin's dick didn't work. Come on, no, that's he, why he was such that. a, That's why he was crying all the time. Yeah, he's so pissed off. <laughs> um, anyway, so Sally has uh, died, and the only other living killer was the person named identified as W. E. Sawyer, and that person was executed uh, via the gas chamber in 1981. And uh, everybody assumed that that W. E. Sawyer was Leatherface, and that he was just uh, like an alternate personality. Yep, but. It says, if that wasn't Leatherface and Sally was correct, then he's still out there waiting for another Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And we find out immediately that he's still out there. Well, we knew that because <laughs> the movie got made, but also... Yeah, because like, the movie's called the movie's also called Leatherface. Leatherface. <laughs> <laughs> but like right after this happens, we literally see Leatherface uh, kill a woman. Yep, and then we see a montage of him like taking her face off. Well, not taking her face off, but sewing what's yeah, left like of making her a face. new leather face mask. Yep, and there's like this young girl who's watching him through a window. Like he's in his like wood shop, you know. He's like fucking old Yankee workshop. Yeah, he's, he's got his needle and thread. <laughs> yeah, trying and, to get uh, the the thread through the the little eye of the needle. Yeah, he's got his thimble on. He's licking licking the end of the yep. thread. He's on. Um, <laughs> And there's a young girl watching in through a window, and and she, she uh, steps on a stick or something, and he's like, "Huh?" <laughs> and she goes running away, and he slams the door open, kind of like in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's a lot of nods to the first one, but kind of like a yeah, slide, tons. like when he slides it shut uh, yep. after he hits that dude with the hammer in part one. Cut to this young couple who's driving through the desert. This is Ryan and Michelle. Now Ryan, this guy's like the douchey boyfriend. Oh, is that what he is? I thought he, I thought they were siblings. No, 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 no. These two were banging. I think they, I think they used to. They used to and bang, or they used like, to be siblings? Because that's <laughs> both. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> they scandalous. They were siblings. They were siblings who fucked each other, and then they found out they weren't really siblings, and so they fell out of love. And so <laughs> it makes the sense. Thing that turned them on. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that turned them on the most was the fact that they should have been doing what they were doing. Yeah. yeah. They were really turned on by incest. My understanding, I could be wrong. I think the siblings thing is uh, Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, I might have just been fooled by their lack of chemistry. <laughs> yeah, because I think my <laughs> understanding was is that they are um, ex kind of lovers. Okay, but they stayed friends. Yes. And well, they're like on their way. They're going to college. He's pre-med. She's going to Europe. Uh, she's just driving this car. And he's like, yeah, you're going to leave me. You're going to go off to Europe. And she's like, go fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> he's like, whatever. I'm going to be annoying for the rest of the movie. Yeah. And they're going to drive that car to her dad, right? In Florida? Yeah, in Florida. They're driving from LA to Florida. I mean, that car was good. It was like this uh, 67 Mercedes or some shit like that. Yeah. But come on. Like, uh, just sell the car. Buy a, <laughs> buy a better car. Yeah, or find one out there in Florida. Yeah, exactly. Or ship it. Exactly. Uh, so they hear on the radio, there's like a radio report of some kind of mass grave that has been found. No sooner do they hear that than we cut to this said mass grave. Yeah, and it's nighttime and they're exhuming all these bodies. This is where we see, uh, well, I didn't see her, but apparently Caroline Williams was there. <laughs> Caroline Williams, she just walks by, like puffs on a cigarette, and then ah, just okay. keeps walking. Um, but they do oddly focus. Like, if you didn't know who Caroline Williams was, you'd probably be watching this movie going, why the fuck did they just do? That was a weird shot. <laughs> yeah, like, what was that did person she win doing? A, did she win a subway contest to get a walk-on <laughs> roll? <laughs> get a walk-on roll? <laughs> she just going to choke. Um <laughs> But uh, they're taking pictures of the dead bodies, and it's kind of, it's like straight out of the first scene of uh, TCM one. Yeah, right? very very uh, similar, mixed with like a little bit of like um, the skeleton pool scene in Poltergeist. Yeah, because you got these bodies and they're like melting, and we and we find out what it is because uh, douchey fucking Ryan corrects the news reporter. He's like, it's actually whatever the it's fuck pronounced he says. blah blah blah. Yeah, I should know. I'm pre-med, huh? right, Michelle? And she's like, yeah, you're also pre-fucking douche. <laughs> He's like, actually, I'm, I'm post-douche. Post <laughs> it's like, no, you're current but, douche. But apparently if you're buried right, like your your fat cells will melt off and create like a toxic Crisco. The ultimate weight loss program. <laughs> That'd be great. Just bury people like... Up to their neck. Yeah, dude, I'm going to be so hot when I'm dead. <laughs> my body's going to be well, fucking they're... banging. Then my yeah. neighbors won't call the cops and I go outside and take my shirt off while I'm chopping wood. I think they were calling the cops because they were blinded. <laughs> by the white, pasty fucking yeah, skin. Yeah, like some fucking white-ass <laughs> douchebag outside with a chainsaw. Can you tell this... Yeah, can you tell this guy not to wear a white, bright white t-shirt when he's uh, <laughs> chainsawing? Uh, sir... Uh, his shirt, his is, shirt off. is off. Oh, so they're driving from LA to Florida. They get stopped by a cop, and the cop's like, "What are you folks doing?" He's like asking way too many questions. They're like, "We're just driving through. Like, you got the you got the fucking freeway closed yeah, down. This is we a had road. to stop. <laughs> what are you doing?" But yeah, and the cop's like, "Well, to, listen, you go where you get to where you're going as fast as you can, and don't stop. Uh, don't you know pick up any hitchhikers. Just pass through and be on your way." What's the first thing they do? Stop. <laughs> At least it's daytime now. This is the next day. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, and, and you know what? Texas, have you ever driven through Texas? No. 
probably the biggest, well, it is the biggest state in the continental U.S., but probably the most boring fucking state to drive through. I drove from Arizona to San Antonio, and half the drive is through Texas, and that half of the drive, there is nothing to see. I mean, David, when I say nothing... You might think like, "Oh, Brett, you're exaggerating." There is fucking nothing. It's just I dirt. drove from, I drove from Arizona to Pennsylvania, okay, and I had it was more exciting than driving <laughs> through fucking Texas. So they're driving through fucking Texas, and they hit an armadillo. Yeah, the most Texas thing you could hit. And they're like, "Oh my god, we hit an armadillo, dude! Do you know how many fucking dead armadillos you see in the road on the side of the road in the southern states?" Dude, yeah, I thought that too, because like, I'm an animal lover myself, I know you are too, but like, if I hit an armadillo, I'm sorry, I'm not even stopping. No, I'm like, oh, that sucks for that fucking armadillo. Yeah, that's a bummer. Well, onward and upward, (laughs) keep going. Yeah, it's not like you hit hit a human being. Yeah, exactly, but Uh, they they stop, they gotta check it out, and the poor little fucker is kind of fish flopping a little bit, he's struggling, he's not dead, so Alex is like, ah, I'll finish him off. Actually, the- Not Alex. The the girl, Michelle. Michelle. Yeah, Michelle's like, I got Alex, it's Ryan. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> doesn't fucking matter. She's like, I'm going to finish him off with this rock. And Ryan's like, I can do it for you. And she's like, no, nah, I got this. And she goes to do it, but then she kind of hesitates. And she's like, ah, I can't do it. Hands the rock over to uh, Ryan, and Alex. he finishes the little guy off. <laughs> yeah, that's all true. Uh, they put it out of its misery. They also stop... After they stop there, they stop at a gas station to uh, take a leak and, and get some gas. And, the last uh, chance gas station. Viggo Mortensen gets dropped off. His name is Tex. At Tix. least that's what he goes by. Yeah, Tex. And he gets dropped off at this gas station. There's also this crazy-eyed attendant, and he's like <laughs> looking at porn. Yeah, he's like cutting up pictures uh, from a nudie mag. Yeah, and he's got a Polaroid camera around his neck. He is very similar to the character of the hitchhiker. Yeah, even what he does next is straight out of part one. He uh, goes over to Michelle and takes her photo. And he's like, it's a good photo. It's a good photo. You want this photo? It's a good photo. Yeah, $5. And then he immediately talks himself down. He's like, $5. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, this character, uh, his name is Alfredo. Yeah. Uh, I think that's just the name that's on the shirt, by the way. I think I so, too. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Alfredo, my favorite character in the movie. Yeah, yeah, probably mine, too. He gets all sorts of pissed off because Michelle's like, just put gas in the car. And he's like, I'll put gas in something. And he's like, <laughs> like he's like fucking her with the, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this is when uh, Viggo stuff. Mortensen shows up and he like kind of intervenes like, hey, beat it. Leave this lady alone. Yep. And uh, she's like, oh, thanks, Tex. You're so handsome. <laughs> and uh she's like, like well i gotta well, go take a piss now and she's like and maybe a little bit of a poo if i'm being honest tex <laughs> ryan comes out and he's like I, if you guys could give me a ride tex says to them if you guys could give me a ride to houston or if you're going to houston if you could give me a ride along the way that would be great and they're like no we're not giving you a ride and the girl yeah. kind of wants to she does she's like oh well, maybe we can talk a little bit about this but again i've got a deuce i gotta fire off <laughs> yeah so I'll be back. There's, there's one in the there's one in the chamber and one that's actually being shot right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got a turtle head poking out. I'm prairie dogging uh, something fierce over here. Yeah, that armadillo just made me head to shit. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny because like right after like 
she's like, well, maybe we can think about it. She immediately like leaves to go to the bathroom. And I was like, man, that's got to be so awkward for Ryan. Like you just told this guy no. Yeah. And now you're just stuck alone with this, with this stranger who wants a ride. Yeah, well, he's a, He's a dickhead, so he oh yeah, yeah, in a shitty situation. Yeah, fuck him. So yeah, so Ryan's like, yeah, we're going to Houston. And he goes, uh, Viggo Mortensen's like, yeah, you don't want to go that way. You want that freeway doesn't go the right way. You want to go down this other way. And he's like, fuck you. I got a map. And he's like, your map is old. Listen yeah, to me. Dude. I know. I live here. By the way, this doesn't work in nowadays, right? Because even if you are in the middle of bumfuck Texas, you have GPS like on your phone. Yeah, it should still work. Do you think that because of GPS, all the inbred cannibals that live in New Mexico <laughs> and Texas, they're, they're, all, they're all starving? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, uh, the lost art of map drawing is pretty much yeah. gone. Yeah, we got a bunch of map drawers, uh, cartographers, if yeah, you will. Yeah, direction mean. givers. Yeah, we have a bunch of cartographers and yeah, people that just hang out at gas stations giving directions and cannibal inbred families who are out of jobs yep all screwed we need to make that movie the movie about what has happened now to the hills have eyes people and the texas chancellor massacre families because nobody drives down their fucked up uh roads anymore because they all know the best way to go yep they all cleaned up got real jobs yep went back to school tex catches crazy eyes uh peeping on uh michelle who's dropping that duke and uh <laughs> He's like, he was watching you take a piss. And she's all, huh? It's like, um, oh, God, that makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> I got to go shit some more. Um, <laughs> he's like, oh, hold on, I'll watch. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, this uh, crazy-eyed motherfucker, Alfredo, he comes out. I, I think I just wrote him as crazy-eyed because I didn't know what his <laughs> name was until after the movie. But uh, he's got one eye that's like cataract. But that's, anyway... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I did the same thing with the character that you, I think you called Tink or Tinker or something like that. Uh, I just called him uh-huh. Hook Hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I called him in my notes, but his note, his name does end up being Yeah, Tink. he's Captain Hook. Have... But you're right, uh, the, the crazy eyes guy, uh, Alfredo, he comes out with a shotgun. Yeah, and he starts shooting at him and, and Tex goes, you guys get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, I'll go, take go, care go, of go, this. go, I'll distract him. And so they drive away, and uh, Ryan sees Alfredo shoot Tex. Yeah, and he's like, oh, fuck. Sorry about We didn't give you that ride, pal. Yeah, he goes, he says, uh, he just dusted Tex. I'm like, <laughs> Wait, who's, what the fuck? Where do you think you are? Fucking dusted him. <laughs> he smoked that fucker. But uh, they drive, and Ryan's, and she's like, where do I go? Where do I go? And he's like, just take Tex's route. Go, go, go to the right. Go to the right. Yeah, turn here. So she goes, she goes down that road. Now, that's so dumb. That's fucking dumb. Why yeah, just would you stay on the that? main road? Just stay on the freeway, homie. Yeah, like that was into another car eventually if you need help. Yeah, but instead, let's go down this back fucking way that this yeah. guy who just got shot—bad decision—and almost got us killed, by the way. Because guess what? They didn't care that uh, crazy I was looking at her peeing. They wouldn't have cared. They, they wouldn't have known. Know. Uh, it's now nighttime. Yeah, and they're and lost. They're just driving. They're like, what the fuck? Uh, they get a flat tire. Or they, I don't know well, if no, they no, got no. a flat tire. They're driving, earlier. and all of a sudden, this is very much like Texas Chainsaw 2. A truck oh, yeah, rolls up right, on them, right. starts chasing them. And then wh- whoever's in the truck throws a dead coyote on their windshield. Yeah, that's right. Which causes yeah. them to swerve. They get a flat tire. Oh, you're right, though. But I think, did they get a, t- a flat tire before that? I guess it doesn't matter. 
it doesn't matter. But they get out to they get out to change it. Yeah. No, it's right here. It's right here. They get out to change it, and they're like, "Who was that car?" And by the way, this Ryan guy, he's such a little bitch. He's like, "Oh my god, what do they want from us?" <laughs> he's, like, he's like such a little bitch boy. Grow a pair, man. So they're changing. That's the right. Tire, he's, right? He's, he's like trying to uh, change the tire or whatever, and. Michelle keeps shining her flashlight, like looking for, you know, whoever that was. And he's like, dude, shine the light on the tire so I can change it. <laughs> She's like, hurry up, Ryan. He's like, I would if you had the fucking flashlight on here. It did but it remind me of like this. when I was a kid, anytime I quote unquote helped my dad work on the car, like I was the flashlight holder, but I would always get oh. distracted, like looking at things. And my dad would be like, hold the light right here. Just point <laughs> it at this one thing. And then I'd be like, oh, is that a bird? <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what though that's your dad's fault guess what <laughs> it's probably my mom's fault like hey why don't you go help your dad <laughs> yeah your dad's probably like fuck god damn it <laughs> i didn't even want to have kids um <laughs> but i did the same shit it's like yeah, or your dad's yeah. like uh will you hand me that five eighths wrench and you're like i don't even know what the fuck a wrench is <laughs> this? yeah you give him a, a phillips like- head screwdriver he's like god damn it i'll just get it myself <laughs> Oh, it took you boys he all day me to the hammer. that car. <laughs> Here you go, Dad. He's like, this is a, a crescent wrench. but Well, anything fucking... could be a hammer, Dad. Uh, but yeah, then your mom's like, oh, boy, it took you boys all day to fix that car. And Dad's like, yeah, it would have taken me 20 minutes had you not sent fucking dipshit Jones out there to help me. <laughs> fucking dumbass McGee over here. <laughs> You know, this kid doesn't know the difference between a crescent wrench and a fucking uh, and a hammer. Uh, Phillips head screwdriver and a hammer. <laughs> Him and those pliers. Like, no, son, that's a level. Sorry, Dad. I'm really bad at this. Uh, son, that's the flashlight that I've been asking you to hold this entire time. Yes. It's like, oh, at least I can see now. <laughs> But while he's changing the tire, um, all of a sudden, fuck, Leatherface, he, here he is. He shows up and he starts cutting the car like with his saw. Yeah, let's talk about the setup to this, though, because I kind of yeah. like this. There's a, there's a squeaking. Yeah, and she's like, what the hell is that? And we see it intercuts between her wondering what it is and this leg. Yep, it's Forrest Gump. Leg, yeah, he has a brace on, <laughs> like Forrest Gump wore, and it's all... As it walks, because he needs a little like fucking ten and one oil or whatever three and one oil to put on. <laughs> He's there. got a bad knee or something. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, she does. She turns around. He gets the tires. Uh, he gets the uh, Ryan gets the tire on, and she turns around the light, and there's fucking Leatherface. And does he start up the chainsaw? It's yep. kind of a jump scare, right there. Yeah, it yeah, is. He starts off the. He starts the chainsaw, and he starts cutting at the car, and they're like, "Oh Jesus Christ, get the hell out of here!" Yep. And so they get into the car and they start driving away and Leatherface, they run over Leatherface. Yep. But he ain't dead. And then he like rips the trunk all the way off the car. Dude, Leatherface is strong. Strong as hell. I didn't realize how strong he was. Yeah. He rips that thing right off and they drive away. It takes him a while to get the car started though. And it takes her a while to get it into gear. Like she can't (laughs) find the... Really struggling She doesn't have the clutch pushed in. I don't know what's going on. She's like, she doesn't know. Yeah. But... uh, she starts driving away, and they do. They end up swerving, um, and Ken Foray. This is when oh, we meet him. Oh, dude, they He's, swerve because fucking Aragorn uh, Tex uh, stumbles into the road, and he's all bladed up. So yeah. they're like, oh shit, he's not dead. They swerve out of the way, and they completely like flip their car. 
But yeah, Ken Forey, he's got a Jeep, and I think he was coming like the opposite way, and they swerved towards him, so he swerves out of the way, and both cars wreck. Yeah, both cars wreck, both cars flip over. Uh, Forey, whose name is Benny, we've come to find out. I don't know when we find that out, but... He says it at some point. Yeah, name's Benny. And uh, he comes out, and he kind of helps the couple. Yeah, Michelle's knocked out. She's out cold. And Alex, Alex, I don't know why I keep saying that. Um, (laughs) Ryan. Ryan tells him what just happened. And he thinks he's like, yeah, kid, you you must have got knocked upside the head or something. You just relax. Uh, He doesn't believe him. And then Michelle wakes up and she tells him the same story. By the way, they're pretty quick to trust some random dude. Yeah. Like after everything that's been going on. Yeah, some guy came at us with a chainsaw, and somebody tried to run us off a road and throw a coyote, dead coyote at us. And somebody watched me shit earlier. Yeah, the guy who watched me shit shot some dude. I didn't even care that he watched <laughs> me shit, but he shot some dude. This state is ridiculous. We're just going to trust some rando? Yeah. But they do. And by the way, Ken Foray, Benny, yeah. he's like a survivalist, right? And he knows how to like give like first aid and shit, but yet he just gives some random people some random fucking painkillers. He shouldn't do that, you know. He, they could be allergic to something that's that true. he gave them. He's just knocking them out. Like took his chances. That's fucking. He gave them rapey drugs, David. Well, he very well may have because those drugs work immediately, and they both passed out. <laughs> yeah, but like within seconds. Like, what did you give me? Painkillers? Yeah. Oh, me sleep now. <laughs> well, uh, Foray goes up, and there's a tow truck already there, and it's got uh, fucking flares. Yeah, all this laid is out. Where Hook hand. Yeah, this is Captain Hook. Yeah, and uh, Tinker is his name, and he uh, he's lighting up these flares and stuff. And Foray's like, "Oh, will you help me flip my truck over?" And he's like, "Yeah, no problem. Uh, just getting back." And so Benny Foray he goes to the back, and he sees there's a chainsaw in the back of the truck yeah and michelle and ryan had just told him the story about like what had happened so he's like oh shit and he's like hey um actually before we go i need to get something out of my jeep i'll be right back and he goes and gets like an (laughs) ar-15 um yeah and he's like trying to load it up with bullets which i don't understand either like you only need one and if you're like really trying to hurry just get one bullet in there and then pull out the gun and fucking you don't even need any you scare a motherfucker yeah exactly but he's trying to load the full fucking magazine. And he's panicking. Why wasn't it already loaded? I don't know. Maybe good gun safety. Uh, I'm pretty sure the guy's an idiot. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so he's panicking. He's trying to load it. But uh, Tink is like, well, fuck it. Yeah, he's he getting nervous. He's in the car. He's like, eh, this guy knows something. And he floors it. By the way, we can say right now that all these people are bad people. Tex, he's <laughs> not really... He's not really, yeah, Benny's a good guy. But Tex isn't a good guy, even though they saw him got shot. Uh, got shot. They saw yeah, he, him get shot earlier. Dead. He's not dead because he was never going to be dead. Uh, the fucking Alfredo, not a good guy. And uh, Tink is not a good guy. And by the way, Leatherface, not a good guy. Dude, it would have been funny if a uh, shit pervert guy uh, turned out yeah. to be okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm actually a pretty good guy. I just get off on watching people shit. Like, that. it's my one weakness. I was honestly thinking that when I was watching this movie, and I've thought it before. It's like, you know what would have been a better thing is to make him not necessarily a good guy, but not one of the brothers. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
you know, that would have just been better had he just been like some fucking pervert who ran the gas station and he wasn't like a cannibalistic fucking <laughs> murderer. Yeah, yeah. His creepiness only goes so far. Ken Foray jumps out of the way of the uh, truck hitting him and uh, he falls down the side of the hill and then Leatherface comes and him and Leatherface fight. And Foray's like fucking Leatherface up. Yeah, he's beating the shit out of him. And we know Leatherface is strong. He ripped the fucking trunk off of a car. So Ken Foray is stronger than that. But Leatherface has got a little toy up his sleeve because he loses his big-ass chainsaw, um, but he has like a little bone saw. It's like a <laughs> yeah, just Dremel. a little, little saw. <laughs> yeah. He pulls out this little Dremel saw. Yeah, yeah. And say almost like, like a saw. grinder kind of thing. Yeah, like a Dremel. He saws into Ken Foray's arm, and he's about ready to kill uh, Ken Foray, and then the girl from the beginning who stepped on the stick, she comes out. Yeah, and she's like, hey, asshole, it's me you're after. She saves his ass. Yep. By the way, is there swampland in Texas? I'm not sure. But yeah, David, there's a lot of like look, bogs. Did this look like a fucking swamp? Did you think we were in Louisiana? <laughs> yeah, that was a little strange. In the middle of the desert, no less. Uh, they're running through this wooded area. Yeah, and a lot of wooded areas with trees. But they're running through this wooded area, and she ditches Leatherface, and she comes back and talks to Ken Foray and kind of explains to him that there's these creepy motherfuckers who are after him. He's like, I got to go save this other couple, so you probably shouldn't come with me, which I thought was also stupid. It's like, just take her with you. Yes, yeah, st- stay together. But he's like, I'll come back for you. And uh, he leaves. Well, no sooner does he leave than she gets killed by Leatherface. And she gets chainsawed like immediately. So the couple, these guys, Ryan and Michelle, they've woken up now. They're the drugs that uh, Benny gave them, the rape drugs. They <laughs> they've worn off. worn off. And they run. And they're running through the woods. And they hear Leatherface. And then there's a bunch of traps. Like, like bear traps. Like bear traps and like small game traps and stuff like that. And Ryan steps in one and it fucks up his foot. Mm. I can't feel good. And Michelle sees it and she's like, yeah. see ya. Well, she does the right thing. She, she does. Runs. She's like, I can't, I can't do anything for you. This guy's going to kill yeah, me. Cause Leatherface is gaining on him. He's fast. And uh Leatherface comes up to him and he kills him. Well, he doesn't, but he does. We assume like, that he does, but yeah, we find out a little bit later. He's not quite dead yet. No. So Michelle just keeps running and she comes across the house. And there's like this little girl and the little girl's like crying. And she's like a little girl, little girl. And she goes after her and she follows the little girl into the house and up into this room upstairs. And she's like, what's wrong? And the little girl was like, this is my doll or something. And she shows her the doll and the doll's like a little fucking skeleton. Yeah. It's like bones. And she's all, what the fuck? And then the little girl like cuts her. Yeah. Like stabs her with a little knife. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, Tex comes in, and um, Tex comes in, and he- uh, Grabs her, and he uh, nails her to a chair. Well, and he turns the lights on, and we see that this little girl's room has bones everywhere. Yeah, skeletons and shit, bones. And he's like, how you like Texas? And she's like, uh, she's like, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Not a a big fan. (laughs) Um, And and the little girl's like laughing now. And they're all psychotic. But David, you're right. He he takes her downstairs to the kitchen and nails her hands to a chair. By the way, question for you. Because you're a cannibal, because you're inbred, does that mean 
that, and I don't even know if they're inbred, but they're cannibals definitely. Does that mean their house has to be dirty? Like, can't they have a clean house? Hey, can't they be tidy cannibals? Yeah. Can we dust? Can we pick up the bones? Maybe put all bones in the bone cabinet? Organize like, them, have some bins. Yeah, but everything's fucking dirty. It's dirty. It's oh, I could smell oh, that yeah. house through, hey, through yeah, my it's TV. Gross. It was disgusting. It was. Tink comes in, and they bring Ryan in, and they hang his dumb ass they, like, upside string him down. Up. Yeah, by like two meat hooks. And we see uh, and Grandpa... He's dead now. Uh, oh, he's, he's just sitting in the chair, just nothing. rotting. Yeah. And then grandma comes in, or mom, mama. I don't know what she is, but she, she's in a wheelchair, and she's got a voice box. She's <laughs> yeah, got she's, a voice box. She's got the robot voice. Yep. Um, crazy Eye, we cut back to him. He's out in the woods near the swamp, and he's dumping body parts into the water. It's the body parts of the girl. Yeah, and uh, he's kind of like singing a little her. song or something, isn't he? Yeah, he's like making up lyrics to a song. And, and then he pulls out her head and he's like, I used to like you, but I don't <laughs> and anymore. He tosses that in. <laughs> and then he's like, how's the soup coming? And he's making himself laugh. Mm-hmm. He's just, he, he's a funny character, actually. Yeah. Um, Leatherface gets home and they gift him with a new saw. And it's this saw, David, this saw is fucking longer than I am tall. It's this big. saw is fucking huge. <laughs> And this is where it says the saw is family on the side. Yeah, who engraved um, that? They got it. They got it done. I mean, that's some fine craftsmanship too. Yeah, and it's like made of chrome or gold or something. It's very yeah, shiny, chrome plated. Yeah. Uh, Tink comes back and he gets pissed off at Leatherface and he's like, "You didn't kill uh, Benny." Uh, and he's like, "Fuck you!" And he takes uh, his uh, Walkman. Oh yeah, uh, Leatherface had been playing. He, he took his Walkman off at one point and put it on Michelle's head. It was like, oh, music. You know, he didn't. He didn't speak, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like showing her. It's trans- translation. But uh, Tink takes his Walkman off and throws it into the fucking oven. Yeah, and turns it on. Leatherface is like, <laughs> and then Leatherface grabs Tink and he's choking him and he's forcing him to go get the Walkman out of the oven with his and, good hand. And, yeah, because he was originally going to grab it with his hook hand, and Leatherface pulls it back yeah, he's and like, he makes uh-uh. him do it with his good hand. Yep. Which I thought was a good scene. Like, I, I like really that too. That scene. Cut back to Crazy Eye by the water, and Ken Foray knocks him out. Yeah, he gets the drop on him, punches him like into the yeah. bog, and he's like, yep. one down. And I was like, really? You just kind of punched him into the water. There's no way this guy's dead. And if he is dead, that's lame. Well, I mean realistically he would die because he'd probably drown if he knocked him out i guess yeah and to, i guess to, in his defense he didn't resurface we just see like fart bubbles come up bubbles yeah he's like oh that guy had some gas he's ripping ass down there uh back to the house leatherface is going out because the mom comes up and she's like go practice your uh words <laughs> or some shit like that so he goes out to his workshop again uh, before he starts practicing his words, he throws that melted cassette onto a pile of other cassettes. Did you, did you by any chance, notice any of the cassettes and what they were? Oh, no, I did not. I did. I paused it and looked really closely. Yeah. One cass- the one cassette I could see was uh, the Bright Lights Big City soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> was that just at the dollar Which, bin at a local uh, music store or something? Probably. Yeah. Probably because it was a Warner Brothers release, and I'm like, this is I don't this is a new, this is line, new line film. This isn't a Warner Brothers release, but whatever. But yeah, so if you want to set up your house like 
uh, Leatherface's workshop from yeah, you're gonna need that tape. Three. You need the bright lights, big city. It is on eBay currently. Um, <laughs> not that actual one, but you can buy copies of it on eBay. I looked it up. Oh, thank God. Um, but Leatherface starts practicing his words, and he's using like basically the equivalent of a speaking spell. And uh, it's like it like shows a picture on the screen, and it's like type in the word that this is, and it's a picture of a clown, and it's almost like Hangman, like it gives you the the spaces for letters, and Leatherface is like F O O D. It's like that is incorrect. Yeah, because it looks like a person, and he just keeps doing food over and over again, and then he gets pissed off. Yeah. Did you have a speaking spell growing up? I did. In fact, I still have one. But the one that I have now is like modified for like music, so it's got like these buttons and switches and stuff, so you can do all sorts of weird glitchy shit. Look at you. Yeah, actually, it's broken right now. I, if I ever use it again, I'll need to get it repaired. It actually oh. caught on fire. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, yeah, it's not supposed to do that. We had a speaking spell, and I also had a speaking math. Oh, nice. I never had um, that one. I didn't. I didn't have the speaking read. I didn't either. I just had the speaking spell. Yeah. But uh, E.T. used to speak and spell the phone home, David. That's so. true. He did. I always wanted that that speak and spell because that was a different version. Is it the one with the round e- buttons? Yes. Yeah, and so you had the round buttons, you had the square. As a kid, I had the one with the square buttons. Yeah, and it was just kind of flat. Yeah. Like, it was just a pad. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like the tactile buttons that you could push in, really. I mean, they yeah. were, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Uh, Leatherface gets pissed off. He goes back in. Uh, and they're all like in the kitchen and this is where they uh slice ryan in half from uh taint to tip yeah uh, because they have him stringing up but he's still he's still alive when they do it yeah it's rough which is fucked up uh ken foray comes and he's like what the fuck is going on in this oh. house and he's like well dude yeah, also right around this time is when we find out that leatherface likes to plow like doesn't oh, the yeah, mom make some sort of joke about like, oh, he likes the ladies' private parts and like maybe we should let him like have some fun or something? I was like, ew. Yeah, and the mom even says like he knows what to do down there. And then yeah. she goes, I cut my she goes, I cut mine out years ago. And oh. then she's like, and I also I also cut off grandpa's. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like you they- know they ate that. And how does she cut off how do you cut off your how do you cut off a pussy? <laughs> I thought she meant like she had like a hysterectomy, but what you're saying makes, I guess, more sense. I don't she, know. She cut out. She cut out her. She cut out her vagina. It's <laughs> hardcore. Man. She cut off Grandpa's dick. So <laughs> you know they ate it. Delicious. Yeah, they cooked it up they like fried a sausage. That shit up with some some butter and some onions. It was like a mini sausage, though. If you catch catch my yeah. meaning. Yeah, it was like a fucking Vienna. Yeah, like one sausage. of those little links. Yep. But you're right. Uh, Benny shows up and he's like, what the fuck is going on here? And he just starts shooting up the house. By the way, awful shot. Well, I mean, he does hit a couple of them. He hits, he hits uh, the mom. Yep. And he hits, he uh, hits the hook hand guy. Tink. Yep. Yeah. Cause he knocks his ear off. That's right. He blows his ear right but, off. Does he get Tex? Like, does he graze him? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't remember. No. There's also the little girl. He doesn't hit the little girl. And he doesn't hit Leatherface. He shoots grandpa's corpse. Oh, yeah, he blows Grandpa, the dead one he blows away. <laughs> yeah. uh, he does, he fucks up Grandpa's corpse. But uh, Michelle then uses this as her opportunity to pull her hands out of the nails. Mm. Uh, yuck. And uh, she runs. Yeah, she escapes. And Leatherface, Leatherface chases after her. She starts going all Sally Hardesia crazy. 
right? She's covered in blood. She's screaming. She's like, you want to go, motherfucker? Let's go. <laughs> That's um, right. So Leather Leatherface chases after her. Benny runs out of bullets. He starts fighting Viggo Mortensen. Oh, yeah. He's like, they're fighting. He's like, why are you doing this? And Viggo Mortensen's <laughs> like, we're hungry. And Kim Forrest says, ever heard of pizza? Yeah. It's, it's goofy. Tex, Viggo Mortensen, gets covered in gasoline because gasoline. It's like leaking from, from the truck. And then it starts on fire. I don't know. Does Ken Foray started on fire? Yeah, because you remember lighter? that girl earlier, like they smoked a cigarette together and she gave him the, the Zippo. She's like, oh, you hold on yeah. to it. Yeah. So he uses that and he lights him up and the truck explodes. So Tex is yep. dead. Michelle goes and gets caught by Leatherface, but then Benny starts fighting Leatherface. They fight in the water. Yeah, he tackles him right into the bog. They start uh, beating each other up, and then uh, Ken Foray gets killed, drowned, I guess. And like then, on the uh, uh, the saw is like sticking out of the water, like Jaws style, kind of. And yeah, Leatherface just holds him to the saw and starts hacking on him. And then so then Michelle runs again. Well, she grabs a rock and she hits. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Head. I'm like, why? Why the fuck didn't you do that while Benny was fighting him? Yeah. Instead, she just stood there and watched. <laughs> yeah, she's a little slow. But she hits him over the head, and then he drowns. And so she starts walking off. Dude, uh, now she's got all the confidence in the world to just go start smashing armadillos. <laughs> she's like, oh, that wasn't so hard. But she walks. It's daylight now, and uh, a truck pulls up, and it's the truck from the Last Chance Gas. And she's like, oh, fuck. And the door opens, and it's Benny. Ken Foray. Hey, he's, he's alive. alive. He's like, come on, let's go, let's go. And so he gets her into the truck, and as he's going to walk around, boom, he gets nailed by a sledgehammer. Yep, Alfredo's back. Alfredo's still alive. And Alfredo starts attacking Michelle. Michelle goes to grab a shotgun. There's this whole fight. She ultimately does point the shotgun at him, and he's like, you don't know how to use that. And she's all, she says something. I I forget what she says, but she blows him away. Yeah, she makes some sort of little quip, and then (laughs) blasts someone. And then uh, she gets Ken Foray, puts him in the truck, and then she pulls off his dead body off, uh, the Alfredo's dead body off the truck, and she says to Ken Foray, there's roadkill all over Texas. Which is what I think she wrote on your poster, if I remember correctly. It's exactly what she wrote on nice. my poster. And it's a callback to earlier when, uh, I believe Tex says it, there's yep. roadkill all over Texas. Yep. And when she says it this time, uh, Benny goes, you got that right. And they drive off, and then Leatherface is still there, and he starts up. He comes into the screen uh, scene, ee-oo, the shot. This is leg. He starts moving <laughs> yeah, yeah. his leg like that. <laughs> That'd be awesome if it made that sound. <laughs> Every time he runs, he plays the Halloween. Um, and then his chainsaw starts up, and we cut to black. And that's the end. It's a short movie. It's 85 minutes. It's actually a really quick watch. Yeah, yeah, um, very short. Now, we would get many more Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies after this, even though New Line was like, fuck this. We don't want to do another one. Once the uh, option lapsed, other people would pick it up. We got uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation in 1995. It was, uh, uh, Tec- uh, Renee Zellweger's in that one, right? And Matthew McConaughey? And Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you ever seen? 
Have you ever seen that one? Yes, I saw it when it came. Well, not like I don't know if it came out in theaters. I don't think it did. Um, but it was out on video. I remember we rented it when I was like a teenager. And I, so I only yeah. saw it that one time. I remember it being absolutely horrible. But I'm sure we'll we'll watch yeah. it again at some point. Yeah, it is uh, batshit crazy. That one. I do remember um, that. Yeah, it was nuts. I will say this: McConaughey does a good job in that movie. Yeah, I seem to recall him being a good uh, bad guy. Funny story about that. I remember going to the movie theater. I had a lot. Of, I had friends, and when I was in high school, who worked at movie theaters, so we used to go in and see uh, movies all the time for free. Yeah. And so uh, I would see a lot of previews. And this was back in the day when I liked seeing the previews. Now I'm like, fuck, it's 25 minutes. Let's get to the movie already. Well, it's like but back in back the day, in the- you only got like two or three previews. Now, yeah, you get tons of them, and they're long. And. And also, there was no internet back in the day, so I couldn't see all these. I hadn't seen all the previews already. That's like, true. All the ones that you go, I went and saw Scream 6 uh, I mean, months ago, but there was like 20 minutes of previews, and I'm like, I've seen all these previews already. Yep. But anyway, whatever movie it was I was watching, I remember seeing the preview for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. And I was, remember how crazy I got over the Leatherface preview? Yeah, I was even more excited. crazy. Yes. Brett, you that fool. That one and the... And the Fantastic Four, the Roger Corman Fantastic Four, I saw that preview. And I was like, fuck yeah, they're making a Fantastic Four movie. This is before I knew anything about that shit. So. <laughs> uh, but you're right. That movie never got released in the theaters. In fact, Renee Zellweger uh, would go on, obviously, to have much success, Oscar winner. Um, and Matthew McConaughey, Oscar winner, right? Yep. Crazy. And they would have much success after their movies came out. Um, a Time to Kill. Uh, was Matthew McConaughey's big like breakout role, and Jerry Maguire was Renee Zellweger's. Their management tried to get Next Generation to not release at all. Oh, that makes sense. F- <laughs> failed <laughs> miserably, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, now they're like, no, past. we got bankable stars in this. Yep. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003, the Michael Bay one, came out. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Beginning, which was the sequel to the Michael Bay one, or the prequel, excuse me, to the Michael mm-hmm. Bay one, came out in 2006. Then we got Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. Or it was just called Texas Chainsaw 3D. That's uh, right. That came out in 2013. Leatherface, another movie called Leatherface, but just Leatherface, came out in 2017. And then just last year, we got Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Not the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's a lot of movies. So we did get a lot of Texas Chainsaw movies. Problem with Texas Chainsaw movies is that none of them really captured what the first movie did. And I said I was going to get back to you how the first movie I love because it was so gritty and everything. Yeah, there's a rawness to the first one. None of those movies could ever duplicate that. And capture that. And they could not duplicate uh, the franchise success that Friday 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, or Halloween had. Yeah. Anybody who tried, I guess the Michael Bay ones were pretty successful, but they stopped doing them for whatever reason. I don't know why uh, why they stopped, but those those two were actually pretty good. But uh, they, they've always restarted. It's like, oh, now we're going to do this. And, and there's not continuity between them. Yeah, exactly. So... Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 has always been like disavowed because they never bring up that stuff and and Leatherface is always back and it's like well okay I guess but that motherfucker gets killed <laughs> like I, I seen it I seen, I seen it, it David that's right I, I saw a chainsaw go right through his belly like there's <laughs> no way you could tell me that that didn't kill him yeah 
Yeah, what did you do? Go to a doctor with his fucking leather face on? I always like to think that Leatherface is actually not deformed under there. He's just a really handsome yeah, guy. Yeah, he's super studly. Yeah, he just he just thinks he's ugly. Yeah, yeah, he's an Adonis. It's like, I remember, I remember speaking of Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four's arch rival is Doctor Doom, right? Mm-hmm. And Doctor Doom wears this metal mask because he's disfigured, and he blames Reed Richards for his disfigurement. That's why he's a bad guy, and that's why he wants to kill Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four. And there was a a run. Of Fantastic Four comics where you saw what was under Doctor Doom's mask, and he was ah. a handsome guy. He just had one cut on his face, <laughs> he but he was so scar. <laughs> but he was so vain that that set him over the edge. Mm. So pompous. so I always thought that would be cool if that was Leatherface. Like, yeah, he was just fucking Dr. sexy Doom. as hell. Yeah, um, I actually like kind of like this movie. Ah, okay. Um, I saw it as a kid. And uh, although it's not as good as Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 or Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, um, I do remember it being a lot of fun to watch. And I think it was a lot of fun even now. I just watched it again. I'd seen it a couple of years ago was the last time I watched it. But um, I think what this movie suffers from, though, is what Friday the 13th Part 7, which came out right before this or right around the same time, um, suffers from, and that's censorship. Yeah, yeah. They, the the violence is really toned down. Like, it's almost all off-screen or implied. Yep. The gore is there, and you can you can see it or hear it, um, I guess, rather than see it, but they don't show it. And they filmed it. They just had yeah. to cut it off. And what's interesting, uh, too, is the original, be- they didn't show any of it either. But to your point earlier, mm-hmm. like, it had that grittiness and rawness about it that it felt like it was there, even though it wasn't. Yeah. You know, this one didn't have that element, at least not as much. So I think, yeah, it needed more of like well, I think gore. I think in the original, they didn't show the gore because they didn't have the means to do that. So they found creative ways to yeah. film, and what they filmed is what they showed us. This one, they filmed the gore, but then cut it they out to cut it. So it doesn't make any sense. If you just never filmed the gore, you'd find creative ways to make it better. Yeah. Um, but instead of just cutting away from it. Um, but I do think it's funny that there was a scene uh, originally in the script where um, Ryan, I'm assuming it was Ryan, was uh, naked and being hung upside down and he gets sliced in half. <laughs> was his dick in his the, belly button? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the studio was like, no, absolutely not. Yet here we are 30 years later and Terrifier. Oh, yeah. And cut that chicken half. Same exact scene. Wow. Same exact scene. Yeah. Oh, so gross. And. People love people fucking love those Terrifier movies, mm-hmm. and those Terrifier movies are some of the grossest, fucked up kills. Yeah, you'll yeah, ever the gore see. is insane. So um, there are a lot of loose ends in this movie. Like, what happened to Tinker? We never see what happens to him. What happens to the little girl? We never see what happens to the mom. I'm assuming she's dead, but we never see it. She gets shot in the right side of the chest, not the left side where your heart would be. So who knows? Yeah, I assume they were dead, but I, uh, yeah, you're right. They don't really definitively tell us. We do see Viggo Mortensen blow up and Leatherface and Alfredo drowned. Um, Alfredo's still alive, though, I guess. But um, And so is Leatherface. But what happened to the other three? I, I think what happened in coming from a 2023 perspective is that back in 1990, they were like, listen, we're going to make lots of fucking money off of this. So we got to leave this open ended. Yep. So we can make a sequel. Oh, for sure. And when it didn't, they just shit canned the whole thing. And, and the movie just, the movie fails to, you know, deliver on a lot of things. 
That being said, I say watch this movie. It's a quick, fast-paced, late 80s slasher film that's worth renting. It's worth the rental fee of two ninety nine that I got it off of the Apple um, uh, TV. I did the same thing. So uh, I gave it two and a half Pamela Voorhees okay. heads. Yeah, um, I mostly agree with you. Uh, I had only seen this movie one other time, and I want to say it was probably like early 2000s, probably around the time that the remake came out, maybe a little bit before that. Um, but I hadn't seen it since, and I remember not liking it. And I, I watched it and liked it a lot more than I remembered. It's very much the first movie. I guess yes. that's also one of my bigger complaints about it, is it's the it's the first movie, basically. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. told it a slightly different way. Um, it also bothered me that nothing is really explained as far as like, who are all these people? Like the mama and Viggo Mortensen, like now Leatherface has got all these new brothers? Yes. You know what I mean? Like where do these people come from? They could have made it like their know. cousins or I don't know. They don't really explain it. It just seems odd, but it's it's very much the same movie. But that said, it's a short movie. It's you know an hour and twenty five minutes or whatever. Pretty action packed. It, it, I mean, it pretty much gets right to it. Um, and you do get some. While the violence and gore isn't there, there is a lot of tension. Yeah. In subsequent sequels, um, it gets a lot worse. <laughs> but the, I I actually didn't <laughs> think this one was too bad. As far as rating, I was between a two and a two and a half on this one, but I think I'm going to go two and a half as well. I think if you're a fan of the Leatherface character and the franchise, yeah. um, this is one of the ones worth seeing. Definitely. And and ag- again, I'll say also that if you like 80s, late 80s. Yeah, late 80s, 80s like early 90s. Yeah. Slasher films. This is this is a good uh a good example of something like that. So yeah. I would, I would recommend it. So two and a half. I mean, that's average. That's five out of 10, 50%. Yeah. I don't know what it has. I think on rotten tomatoes, it has like four ratings and it's like, and they're 19%. all bad. <laughs> I think I looked at IMDB uh, and it was like rated a five. And I was like, that seems a little harsh, but that's what we just rated it. No, no, two that scale is different. I think. <laughs> what are you talking about? We give it two and a half out of five. They give it five out of ten. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of nuance <laughs> in IMDb. Like it's different. Like you, you got five point one, five point two. Like you know what I mean? If we got you down didn't have to, uh, David, David, you didn't have speaking math like I had. Okay, I understand <laughs> how this works. Okay, let me do this part. <laughs> I just view that scale slightly different. Well, regardless of what it is, what what I would say is, yes, definitely our, our two. Yeah, because I, I guess what you're saying is. Well, like, even on IMDb, IMDb, there's no movie that's a 10. There's none. Like your highest rated movies are like 9.1. Well, that means someone's rated it a 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, consensus wise. But you're not going to have everybody rate something. A well, 10. no, but that's, that's what IMDb is. It's a consensus. Yeah. Well, IMDb is stupid. <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs> True. I am. But I will say this. Two and a half Pamela Voorhees heads for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. I think this is a movie. We were talking about these types of movies earlier. This is a movie that's going to come into its own. I think people, I wish they had the footage. Yeah, that'd be cool to release a director's cut. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if people give this a chance, it could resurface as being like one of the better sequels to a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. If you really think about it, like look at all the, look at the catalog of Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies you have to choose from. This is going to be like the third best one. 
<laughs> or the, or maybe like the fifth best one. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's definitely not half. the worst. Yeah, because there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine. There's nine Texas Chainsaw movies now. Yeah, and there's a few that I still haven't seen. I've seen all of them. Wow, kind of. Yeah, I, there's of. a bunch I haven't seen. And in fact, the last one I saw, I don't even remember which one it was. I don't even think I made it through the whole thing. I was like, this movie's fucking awful, and I just shut it off. That's that's why I say kind of because the Leatherface one, uh, the one with Stephen Dorff, and mm-hmm. it's like it's like. The origins of Leatherface. They're yeah. like kids in the like the fifties. I turned that motherfucker off. Or I fell asleep. One of the two. I haven't even seen that one. Well, if you have any thoughts on Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre three, or anything else for that matter, you can contact us. How can they contact us, David? And Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, TikTok, Hive, YouTube. Uh, search the Swearwolves on those platforms. On Instagram, search the Swearwolves Podcast. You can go to our website, theswearwolves.com. Uh, you can email us at contact at theswearwolves.com, uh, or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. And just remember, there's roadkill all over the internet. I'm in a different room right now, so hopefully it doesn't come through on the microphone, but there's a, this obnoxious, horny-ass quail that's, like, been sitting on my roof all day, just, like, going, like, all day. It's just driving me nuts. I can't hear him right now, so maybe he went away. But if you happen to hear that in the background, it sounds kind of like, um, you know, that uh, that Rob Bass and Easy Rock song, the yeah. uh, it, takes it Takes Two? two? The, yeah. Huh? Ah, yeah. It's the ha sound.